Who is this SOB? Yeah, like who does he think he is? My thought exactly. Who is this SOB? Who is this SOB? This is Steve Noble, uber-conservative, Bible-thumping, Southern Baptist, syndicated talk radio show host, and I am that SOB. The one who has the nerve to take on some of the most popular podcasts in America when they are wrong, which is often. But much to the surprise of some of you, willing to admit when they are actually right from time to time. So maybe I won't be quite the SOB you expect me to be. Only time will tell. Hey, if you like what you hear today, or at least you're willing to give it another try, please subscribe to the podcast. And be sure to visit me at whoisthissob.com, where you can leave your unfiltered opinion of the Who Is This SOB podcast so we can actually continue the conversation, which would be a nice change of pace in our highly divided nation. Don't you think? On today's SOB podcast, I've got plenty to say about the last episode of the really popular Dolly Parton's America. Okay, Dolly Parton's America. This is episode nine. This was a very successful podcast. Took a couple years to put together. Beautifully done. And uh, Dolly Parton's got a lot of, well, interesting things to say. And I've got a bunch of clips that I want to respond to from the interview. But uh, just so you know, the way I do this, I've listened to the podcast, the Dolly Parton's America, this particular episode several times. And I've pulled out clips that represent what she believes about her faith, about religion, about Christianity, and to be quite frank, she is all over the map. So because she's so influential, such a powerful cultural figure, this this is the way I pick some of these episodes, say, okay, uh, we need to, as much as I think Dolly Parton seems like a wonderful person, if she's going to start talking about Christianity and, and making some of those claims, then we need to hold up her comments to the book that she in some way, has to reference. If you're going to talk about Christianity, you got to talk about the Bible. So a little bit about Dolly Parton, and then we'll jump into these clips. First of all, she's 74 years old. She's the fourth of 12 kids. She's been married. God bless her. For 53 years, she is worth about a half a billion, with a B, half a billion dollars. Started Dollywood, which most of us are familiar with, in 1986. She's had 26 number one country songs, nine Grammys, 49 Grammy nominations, 46 solo albums. Absolutely amazing. She's been in 12 films and over 400 appearances on TV. So a cultural icon, to say the least, whether you like country music or not, you certainly have to give her her props. So uh, in this interview, they just got right into kind of getting after what is Dolly Parton's theology, meaning how does she view religious life and Christianity in particular, because that's what she kind of aligns herself with. So this was the opening to Dolly Parton's America. This is Jed Ibumrod from Radio Lab and More Perfect. For the last two years, I've been following Dolly Parton around the world. <laughs> trying to figure out who she is. You'd be surprised to know who I am. That's why we're here. We're trying to find I out. I know, but you're never going to find everything out. <laughs> I'm a mystery to myself. I'm trying to answer the seemingly simple question, what is Dolly Parton's America? So it's worth noting that the host of this series, Jad Abumrad, Abumrad, said that uh, in the beginning of this particular episode, which is the last episode in the series, that his family grew up in a country kind of ravaged by religion. So he was hesitant to talk about her faith. It's uh, like getting into politics. It just divides. But she had told a story, which we'll get to in a little bit, that he said spooked him a little bit. So he's coming from a kind of irreligious, non-religious, and a curiosity-driven perspective, which is important because the type of questions that he asks as somebody who we could definitely call an unbeliever, really in any religion. So it's fascinating to kind of gauge 
where he's coming from with respect to what Dolly had to share with him when he started asking these questions. So we'll get into this and how it all started in terms of the theology of Dolly Parton. Glory to his name. I'm Jad Abumrad. This is Dolly Parton's America. Final episode. alive no she's alive okay so it's worth noting when you listen to something like this there's you know with her singing kind of a gospel sound uh, a gospel song and that kind of churchy christian background and spirituality to it that uh, it kind of sets down well if she sings about the gospel and is such a beautiful singer and talks about christianity and she's such a loving person that's enjoyed and and admired by so many people uh well then uh, i'm gonna listen to her she she knows what she's talking about well you can be a great singer and sing great christian songs and not really know what you're talking about so again because she's talking about things of god and specifically about christianity now she's got a lot of other stuff baked into that cake but because she's doing that, because she claims basically that that she's a Christian and talks about God and salvation and stuff of that nature, I'm going to hold her to the standard. That's what I do. That's what every Christian should do. And the standard is, whether you like it or not, the Bible. So if we're going to talk to a Muslim, their standard is going to be the Quran. If you're going to talk to a Christian, the standard needs to be the Bible. So the reason this all came up and the host, Jad Abumrad, got into it is they had a kind of a panel discussion with a bunch of young people, and one of them was particularly interested in Dolly Parton's theology. And this isn't really much as a question. I just want to have a discussion with her, like, what is the theology of Dolly Parton behind closed doors? Like, what exactly, like, is, are you like the, the church ladies as we've been talking about? Like, is that you? Is there something deeper there? I just want to get to the, to the core of her belief system, not in a way of, again, ju- judging. I just want to know. What is the theology of Dolly Parton behind closed doors? Well, now, I am not, I'm a very spiritual person. I do not believe, I don't like talking politics, and I don't like talking religion. And I certainly don't like trying to cram my religion down anybody's throat, because I'm not that religious, but I am very spiritual. Now, that I'm not very religious, but I'm very spiritual mantra has become pretty popular in the last 10 or 15 years. And my question is, what does that mean anyway? Here's what I think it means for most people, is they are convinced that there's something rather than nothing. In this case, she obviously believes in God. She believes in some aspects of the Bible. But the the culture, and it could be like you, as soon as you hear religious, you have all kinds of negative connotations. Whereas if you say spiritual, then most people don't have a problem with that. And as we go through these clips, I think that's one of Dolly Parton's challenges because she's so loved and so well-known and, and appeals kind of across the board, whether you're an uber conservative or a, or a very active homosexual, she has appeal across the board. And so to say I'm spiritual but not religious is, to me, kind of a cop-out. Hey, I, I believe there's something rather than nothing, but I'm not going to get too dogmatic. But if you're going to believe in something and claim that it's true, at least for you, you got to at least deal with the claims of that particular faith. In this case, it's Christianity. So every time I hear that, I'm, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious— I think that's usually cover so that you don't have to deal with tougher issues. And you'll hear from her clips. Uh, I think that's a pretty accurate description of Dolly Parton and her theology. In the, ne- in the next clip, uh, Jad asks her, how do you practice your religion? Like, what does that look like? I don't practice it. I live it. I think people try too hard. I talk to God like he is my best friend. 
I just go around talking to him. Sometimes I think if somebody saw me in my house, they'd think I was an absolute lunatic. I just talk to God, and sometimes if something great has happened, I just kind of raise my hand, give God a high five or a thumbs up. You know, it's like I just... I don't feel like I have to go to church to do it. I think church is in our hearts. It's wonderful for those that want to go to church. That's a wonderful thing, for, but I don't think I have to. Okay, when church is in our hearts, I don't really know what that means, except for, for as a Christian, if you want to study the Bible and understand theology. Uh, it talks about the Holy Spirit being inside all of Christians. All, every Christian has the Holy Spirit, kind of the spiritual representation of God and Jesus. And so we are together the church, which is a fancy word called ecclesia, which is the community, the quote-unquote body of Christ. But the Bible also does talk about the local church, which it says, do not do not uh, miss out on the gathering together of the saints, meaning the local church. So Dolly, in this case, uh, it's really convenient. You know, hey, church is okay with you. She's always kind of playing both sides of the field here. The church is okay. It's fine for you. I don't really need it. And that's kind of convenient because then you can just basically make it up as you go along. If you don't have to go sit underneath some good teaching, then you can kind of make up the teaching on your own and play by your own rules, which sadly is exactly what Dolly Parton has done with her faith, her religion, her spirituality, whatever you want to call it, because she calls herself a Christian. That's why I'm applying the standard. And that's why I think it's important. There's a whole lot of people in America that think just like Dolly Parton. You want to have your cake and eat it too. You like some things about Jesus, but not the others. You like some things about the Bible, but not others. So you basically have a dry erase version of Christianity. You take out what you don't like and you leave in what's good and you make up the rest. But if you're going to follow Christ, if you're going to call yourself a Christian, you'd simply do not have that option. If you're going to say, I'm a Christian, which means little Christ, then it means you do have somebody to follow. That person is Jesus and he has revealed what he believes. It's in the B-I-B-L-E. Now, this next clip, Dolly does another thing. This is kind of moral relativism. It's uh, uh, the relativism of today. Your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. And then if you want to test that, just kick somebody in the shins. And when they get mad at you and say, why did you do that? That, that was wrong. You say it wasn't, it might have been wrong for you, but it wasn't wrong for me. I felt good. I liked it. So she gets into this whole, well, if it, it works for me, uh, which becomes the definition of reality, if it works for you. See, that's just a... It's just an abrogation. It's a it's a a throwing out of the whole notion of truth, which obviously is a big problem. And even the old cynics to say, oh, you know, there's no such thing as God. I said, well, that's your that's your problem. Mm. I know there is for me, mm. and that's what works for me. Yeah. I would it would scare me to death to think that there was nothing bigger and better than me. That there wasn't something out there that we could depend on of course you look at it well, well if there is a god why would he let this happen or that happen well he's not letting things things happen he gave us free will we've the ones that screw up all the time now this is the fascinating thing about dolly parton's theology is sometimes she's right most of the time sadly she's wrong but sometimes she's right when she talks about free will and and we can't blame god for everything that goes wrong on this planet uh, because god has given us free will by the way if you want love to exist and god is love then it has to be a free will choice if i if i give you a cabbage patch doll or a doll or something and you pull the string and it says i love you i love you does it of course not it's just programmed so for love to exist, if you love somebody, you've chosen to love them. That's why it's so uh, amazing. That's why it's so powerful, because I've chosen to love you. I've chosen to give myself to you in one way or another. And to, to unite uh, as a couple, love is powerful. And so she's right on the mark there. But then she also talks about, well, it works for me. It works for me. Well, you know what? To be quite blunt, 
killing Jews worked for Nazi Germany, worked for Adolf Hitler. And uh, crazy people that come in and, and shoot up a school and murder works for them, and they're just not in their right mind. So so if it works for you, that means it's true, it's valid? No, that's ridiculous. You just got to look at examples across the board. Just because it works for you doesn't mean it's true. You can be sincere and be sincerely wrong. And so this is uh, just kind of uh, unpacking, and then Jad, the host, also kind of picks up on that permissive will thing, and it's interesting to hear his take. Uh, as somebody that kind of rejects, essentially rejects all religion. Initially, I thought she was nodding at that idea, that sort of deist idea that God created the world, but then voluntarily gave up some control to us mere mortals. And so when bad things happen, it's not necessarily his plan. It's sort of his permissive will, as it's sometimes called. I don't know. Like, I don't even try to analyze it to that degree. I just, I just accept it for me. But as we kept talking, it became clear her faith is way more particular and idiosyncratic than I would have ever expected. The Bible says, let every man seek out his own salvation, and that means to save himself. Whatever it takes to save you, and if you can get to that place and you find your own peace, then you can do good for other people if you're at peace within yourself. Okay, now she's going into the, just some strange territory here, and, and he's right. I mean, saying that her faith is idiosyncratic, which means uh, the definition is relating to idiosyncrasy, peculiar, or individual. <laughs> yeah, to say the least, peculiar and individual. She's just making it what she wants it to be as opposed to accepting it for what it is. And what Christianity is is clear if you take the time to study the Bible. And she, she sadly appears to not know much about the Bible, actually. She, she mentioned something uh, to go find your own salvation, make your own salvation, which isn't in the Bible. What she's doing, this is in the New Testament, it's in the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 12, says to continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So she heard that somewhere at some time, and she turned that into basically a create your own salvation. No, that's not Christianity. You don't get to create your own salvation. It's all about, if somebody claims, just FYI, I don't know where you're at with your faith or lack thereof, but if somebody claims Christianity, go to that word itself, and what's the first few uh, letters? Christ. It's all about Christ. So you don't figure out your own salvation and then go find peace with yourself. Salvation can only be found in Jesus Christ. He himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by me. There can be no salvation in any other name under heaven except Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible teaches. It's very clear. I don't care what translation you look at. And so for her, for Dolly to say, hey, you just go figure out your own salvation. No, that's not Christianity. That's simply not true. You don't get to make it up however you want it to be, Dolly. If that were true and you made it up, then I guess you would be God or you would be Jesus. But obviously uh, you're not, and she's not claiming to be. In this next clip, and this is, I really appreciate this, uh, this little exchange here, because she's talking about uh, some confusion when she was much younger, when she was a little girl. And, and we're supposed to fear God, which is true, but that's the way you uh, fear a good father, a good parent. Uh, you know they have authority. You know they have authority over you. You know they can punish you. So you have kind of a reverential awe of them, while at the same time you'll jump up in their lap, oh, daddy, oh, mommy. So there's love there, but there's respect for their power and their authority. Okay, that's when the Bible talks about the fear of God, uh, especially for a Christian, that's what it means. If you're not a Christian, 
If you're outside of faith in Jesus Christ, which is what the Bible teaches, then yeah, fear God as a judge. But once you're a Christian, once you, and they talk about being saved, which I'll talk a little bit more about that later, then your fear of God is reverential respect and awe. It's not, oh, he's going to beat me up. Because once, once you're a Christian, once you're what Dolly's going to say is saved, which is biblical, then you don't, long, you don't have to fear God's judgment anymore. You're outside of that. That's been taken care of. But I really appreciate her struggling with this. She's, we're taught that he's a good father, but we're supposed to fear him. These are great questions. Unfortunately, it sounds like Dolly never got good answers. Because I would say, I would talk to him even then. I would say, it just scares me to death, you know, in the church. It scares me. I don't, you know, it's like I, I don't want to be afraid mm. of God. Because then they say we're supposed to fear him. And then they say he's our father and we're supposed to. And I was confused with all that. And she says when she saw people go up and get saved and speak in tongues and do the whole thing, she would always feel like, why is that not happening for me? What am I doing wrong? I never, never felt like I was saved. I never felt like I was safe, that I was getting what they were seemed to be getting or supposed to be getting, you know, because I just didn't ever feel like I had reached that place. Now, this is a great point, and I'm so glad that she worked through this in the interview and that Jad was willing to kind of go down this road with her because that's, that's kind of the, it's like an 18-inch difference from your head to your heart. You can grow up in church and hear all these things and about God and about salvation and forgiveness and what the Bible calls being born again and still not understand it. And one of the things that's a challenge, and, and my wife and I went through this, more my wife than me, was when we, quote unquote, got saved, when we became born again Christians, we're wondering, okay, should I hear angels? Should I have this big feeling come over me? What? Where's the big gong, the flashing lights? What's up with that? And so for some people, they have that. For other people, that it doesn't really go that way. I had a very emotional reaction. My wife was very different. And so I appreciate Dolly kind of working through this about, you know, I, I didn't know what was going on here. And so she eventually tells this story about this old church that she went into. And this is really bizarre. And this really goes to, and I think it's a perfect example of Dolly making up the Christianity that she wanted it to be rather than the Christianity that it is. And so in the podcast, they do a great job of setting this up. There's a lot of sound effects. It really kind of pulls you into her description, which was in her autobiography, about this old abandoned church. And there were a bunch of uh, drawings on the walls of, of sexual organs and some broken piano and different things. And she was really captivated by this place. And she was especially captivated by those pictures, interestingly enough. I spent a lot of time looking at them, studying the way the sexual organs had been drawn and at times trying to add to them. You would doodle on the uh, on those drawings? Oh, yeah. Just I love that old church, and every time I'd, I'd go down there, there was just a peace in that church. Okay, I'm not going to go all footloose here and start <laughs> going ballistic because she was fascinated by uh, drawings of sexual organs on the inside walls of this church. I mean... Uh, truth be told, most of us were at least interested to some extent. Fascinated is a strong word, but maybe when you're young and you first start kind of encountering that. But this is an aspect of Dolly Parton, which she talks about in this series, Dolly Parton's America. And in this particular episode that she's obviously not, I, I, I guess I maybe notice this from time to time besides her anatomy that uh, she would describe herself as a very sexual person. 
So in this church setting where she's kind of fascinated by these pictures on the walls and would draw and add to them, uh, she has this experience that she points back to now, even at 74 years of age, as really the, the, uh, the, the kind of the epicenter or the birth of her Christianity right there in that little church. And so it's, it's fascinating. And again, I think what's going on here is, is Dolly Parton has made up a Christianity of her own making rather than being sold out to the Christianity that's clearly revealed again in the B-I-B-L-E. So she says there was this one particular day she was in the church, first staring at the dirty pictures, then singing for a couple hours. And after that, I just was praying and praying and praying. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I just was praying because I thought, I need to know. They comfort me. I just need I need a feeling I don't have. Mine enemies. I need a safety I don't have. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And next she shares about the actual moment that kind of her faith came to being. And again, I'm not denying that she had an experience. I am taking issue with the things that she says and the claims that she makes. But listen, it's very important to listen to the way this is presented because it's beautifully done. It's really well produced. There's kind of ethereal music in the background, which, which really lends to, I think, legitimacy. So the average person listening to this could easily be going, ah, oh, wow, this is, like she said earlier, wow, this is really spiritual. It's Dolly Parton. She wouldn't lie to me. And uh, she's a really nice person, so I'm going to listen to this. And then the background tags on your emotions and your heartstrings, and you give it credibility. I think that's part of what they're doing there. But again, you have to be willing to set all that aside and ask the question, is it true? Are these things actually true? I'm not denying the feelings. I'm not denying an experience. But is it based on truth? Hopefully in this world, for you and for me and for everybody, truth still matters. Here's uh, here's the rest of Dolly telling that story. And I just remember being in that church and I felt something. I remember it just came to me. I didn't hear it like a voice. It came to me as a feeling that was as strong as a voice, though. And I felt like I found God that, that day. And I felt like I knew who I was that day. She writes that in this place of confusing images. I found real truth. Here, in one place, I found God, music, and sex. My fascination was complete. I sang with a strength and conviction that only God could have understood. The joy of the truth I found there is with me to this day. I found God. I had found Dolly Parton, and I loved them both. Okay, again, I'm trying not to sound really disrespectful. I don't want to just diminish or dismiss the fact that Dolly Parton, at a young age of 12 in this church, had an experience. I'm not I'm not arguing with that at all. People have all kinds of experiences. But then she says, I found real truth. I found God, music, and sex. My fascination was complete. And what what does that mean anyway? And again, what the background, what this was as well produced as it is, with the sound effects and everything, you're like, wow, this is awesome. I'm so happy for you, Dolly. Except what what did you find exactly? 
And what does that mean, my fascination was complete? Was she fascinated with the sexual images on the wall? Clearly. Was she fascinated with wanting to try to have a right relationship with God? That's clear as well. And I think what happened at that moment in her mind, and again, she was only 12, but she said she carries it with her to today, is she just kind of reconciled it all. I can be sexual. I can be who I want to be. I can love God. He'll love me. I can do music. I can have it all. I can do it all. It's not going to cost me anything. I don't have to sacrifice anything. I don't have to... Uh, it doesn't sound like I have to play by anybody's rules but my own. It feels good, so I'm going to go with it. And that's exactly where we're at today in postmodernism in America and around the world. If it feels good, go with it. Well, there's a lot of things that feel good that aren't necessarily right. And so, again, because and only because Dolly Parton's pointing to Christianity, she's pointing to God, occasionally she points to Jesus, then I'm, as a born-again Christian myself and somebody with a seminary degree, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the source of what she claims she believes which is the Bible. What does God's word actually say? And in this case, she is all over the map. But it comes across as genuine, which I believe it is, but you can be genuine and be wrong. And in this case, Dolly Parton's wrong on many, many different points. So next she goes on to relate how excited she was when she came out of that church back when she was 12 and she ran into her uncle. And then she got to another really important point here that's very postmodern, which is, hey, what's real for you is real for you. What's real for me is real for me. And so all of a sudden, There is no definition of reality. It's just what you feel like, what you enjoy, how you see it. And then everybody else sees it differently. That doesn't matter. It's as if saying, hey, you think 2 plus 2 equals 4? I think 2 plus 5 equals 4. Hey, if it works for you, that's great. It works for me, that's great. No problem. Except both can't be true, right? And so that's why I'm talking about this interview from Dolly Parton's America uh, because she's so influential. So many people listen to this podcast, and in many ways, she's just so wrong. So here's, uh, here's her talking about uh, after she came out of that church. And I remember when I left that old church, I was still walking around the road back up to her house. And uh, Vonnie Owens, one of my old uncles that owned a sawmill up the road, and he came down and I was just jumping. I was just flying, you know, just jumping up and down, all skipping around. And he said, where are you going on this fine day? And I said, I'm on the road to paradise. Walk upon the golden streets of Gloria. And so I remember just saying that. She says her uncle was a little confused. But I still, like if your mama talks in tongues and your mama lays hands on people and you love your mama and your aunts and your uncles and your grandpa, that's real to them as what I have is real to me. Again, this is 100% postmodern thinking. So if, if it works for a Hindu, if it works for a Buddhist, if it works for a Muslim, and it works for a Christian, that, work, that works for you, that's true for you, uh, what's true for me is true for me, it's all good, can't we all just get along, Rodney King mo- moment, uh, all sounds great, and I think the intention is wonderful. Listen, for me as a Christian, the Bible tells me in the book of Romans in the New Testament to, uh, if, it's, if it's possible, as far as it depends on me, live at peace with everyone. In the Old Testament in the book of Psalms, it says, seek peace and pursue it. So when I see the coexist bumper sticker, I'm like, hey, there's a part of that for me as a Christian that I'm I'm down with. Okay, absolutely. We should love our neighbors as ourselves, and we should be kind to one another even when we disagree. But that's obviously not what the Coexist bumper sticker is all about. It's basically saying they're all essentially the same. They're all equally valid. But when they all contradict each other, that can't be true. And in this case, she's just referencing what she'd seen in her uncles and family members versus what she wanted, what she thought was true of Christianity. And unfortunately, as you listen to this whole interview— And we'll finish up with the last few clips here in a minute. I think what happened to Dolly is what happens to a lot of people in America. You grow up with church, you go, you go when you're a kid. And then in this case, she found an answer that 
felt good to her. She liked it. The shoe fits, so I'm going to wear it. And then she, like she said earlier, she's never really been a churchgoer, which tells me that most likely she's never really been a serious student of the Bible. She didn't have an interest in being a serious student of the Bible, as far as we can tell. And that's a problem because it's like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, you can't just make up the rules as you go along. You can't just make up reality according to your desires and your feelings. It's like, hey, you guys want to play football one way, but I'm going to come on the field. I'm going to play it a different way. I don't believe in your rules. I think it should be this. Well, that's chaos. That doesn't work. It's not football then, right? I think you would agree with that. Hang in there. We only have three clips left, and we'll finish up. So in this next clip, Jad, the host, J-A-D, Jad, the host, is uh, responding, reacting. As a non-religious person, irreligious person, he's reacting to what he heard from Dolly Parton. And this is really, really interesting. I think part of what I love about this story well, a lot of things, it, it kind of captures Dolly Parton for me, how she can be all of these things at once. Like she's able to pull in all of these disparate things from the borderlands and somehow hold them all together to where they don't feel contradictory. There's something welcoming about this kind of faith. It's so singular and permeable. Okay, so remember, Jad, the host, is is a non-religious person, has some animosity towards religion. He said that at the beginning of this particular episode, this last episode, episode nine of Dolly Parton's America, that they grew up in kind of a, a country uh, ravaged by religion. And that was probably in the Middle East somewhere, uh, given his name. And so he's, he's kind of an anti-religious, but all of a sudden... And after two years of working on this particular podcast and all the time he spent with Dolly Parton, I'm not surprised that he's uh, finds her kind of attractive and fetching and interesting and, and kind and loving, all the kind of things about Dolly Parton that we've all thought for years. And then all of a sudden he gets this brand of her Christianity, her faith. He was talking about she holds all these disparate things together. So I thought Christianity was rigid. You could just kind of hear his thought pattern here. Uh, this doesn't sound like the Christianity I think of, which is all these rules and regulations and thou shalt not do this and thou shalt not do that. But it sounds like Dolly Parton pretty much does whatever she wants. And uh, man, it all works for her. So he says she holds all these things together that makes so it doesn't feel contradictory. So Dolly's the really good, well, salesperson for her version of Christianity, her version of faith. And that's what this is really interesting. He says uh, there's something welcoming about this kind of faith. It's so singular and permeable. The definition of permeable of a material or membrane allowing liquids or gases to pass through it. So anything, it's all, it's all good. Anything can come into this version of Christianity, Dolly Parton's faith. She could take sex and sexuality and, and her singing and religion, and she takes this, she doesn't take that. You kind of make it up as you go along. It's like Build-A-Bear faith. And no wonder it's interesting and compelling. And welcoming to somebody like Jad, who started off the show saying, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of anti-religious. Now he's fascinated and finds it welcoming. Well, of course, of course it's welcoming because you get all the warm, fuzzy, loving, kind, spiritual stuff and no restrictions whatsoever. You make of it what you want it to be. But again, that is not Christianity. Now, one of the problems that a lot of people who don't understand, never studied the Bible, never really understood and studied Christianity, uh, it's just a bunch of rules. God's a cosmic killjoy, doesn't want you to have any fun. And so that's a whole nother discussion. But that's not actual Christianity. 
Are there some things that God says, uh, don't do this, don't do that? Absolutely. Just like a good parent tells their children, don't do this, don't do that, because they know better. God has a plan for the human life that ensures maximum uh, enjoyment and quality and safety and health and, and prosperity even, uh, not the absence of suffering or pain because we live in a really screwed up world, but that's real Christianity. And so this guy who's rejected it, Jed, who's rejected it his whole life, all of a sudden, uh, because it's permeable, it allows for anything. Now, you can call that a new religion, call it Dolly Parton religion, whatever you want to call it, but that is not actual Christianity, and Dolly Parton claims to be a Christian. So all of that's, again, the danger here is she's such a nice, welcoming, kind, loving person, incredibly talented, very influential, but what she's selling in this case isn't a great song. It's simply a false version of Christianity. Okay, in these last two clips, I think it becomes painfully obvious that Dolly Parton, when it comes to Christianity, doesn't really know what she's talking about. She's just kind of all over the map here, and she's talking about end-of-life issues. As far as what happens after you know, we go on, like I say, I'm, I'm no saint, so I'm hoping just as a Christian faith person— you know, that we go on to a greater thing, that we I believe that we're all part of that great divine plan, and I'm hoping to get on up there and do some more writing and singing and <laughs> play one of those golden harps and write some more songs and oh, have my own mansion and walk them golden streets of glory and keep a doing it forever and ever and ever. So I'm going to get in the angel band for sure. I'm going to play in the angel band, and I'm going to maybe play the harp up there. I don't know. You are just... Okay, so this is probably the most important clip that I can talk about because it brings up the most important question any human being could ever ask, which what happens to me after I die? What, what's the deal? Where do I go? What happens? And so Dolly says, you know, hey, I'm no saint, so I'm hoping as a Christian faith person that we go to a greater thing. Okay, stop right there. I'm no saint. Okay, I'm, I appreciate that. None of us are. We all, the Bible says we've all sinned, all fall short of the glory of God. Uh, so none of us measure up. Okay, there's no perfect person on the planet. You know that. I know that. We all know that. So she acknowledges it. Okay, cool. I'm with you there, Dolly. I'm no saint. So I'm hoping, as a Christian faith person, that we go on to a greater thing. Well, that's how most people in America, by the way, if you ask them the question, hey, uh, if you died today, do you think you'd go to heaven? Most people in America are going to say, I hope so. But did you know? Now, listen, this is super important. Did you know that the Bible teaches in the New Testament, it says these things were written, these things meaning the scriptures, the New Testament, all that Jesus' teachings, all the New Testament, these things were written so that you may know that you have eternal life. Not, I hope so. Not, I think so. Not, if I were a betting man, but no, I know. So Dolly Parton saying, I'm hoping as a Christian faith person that we can go to a greater thing. Sadly, it sounds like she doesn't know that you can know for sure, because the Bible says these things are written that you may know that you have eternal life. You confess Jesus as Lord uh, with your mouth. You can you believe in your heart that he raised from the dead. You will be saved, which she was talking about earlier in the podcast, being saved. Saved from what? Saved from your sin, because you violated God's law, at least one. And for most of us, it's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions. So you all, we all violate that law. And then you're condemned. You're guilty, separated from God forever in a place the Bible calls hell. And I know nobody likes to hear that, but that's the truth. And so the only way to get around that is to have your penalty paid for by somebody else. Either you're going to pay it off or somebody else did. 
In this case, that somebody else was Jesus. That's why he came, lived a perfect life, went to that cross, was punished and killed, a substitute for what we deserve, which is punishment. And yes, the death penalty for our sin, violating uh, the perfect laws of a perfectly just and holy God. So she talks about not once but twice. She said, we're all part of that great divine plan. True to a certain extent. Does God love everyone? Absolutely. Does he want everybody to be in heaven? Absolutely. Does everybody go to heaven? Absolutely not. Jesus said, wide is the path. Big is the door that leads to destruction, and lots of people go that way. But narrow is the path, and and small is the gate that leads to life, and few people choose it. When he says it, he's talking about himself. Few people choose to put all of their faith in Jesus Christ. So she says, we're all part of the great divine plan. Kind of true. And I'm hoping to get up there. Hoping, once again. She doesn't know. She's just hoping. Realizing that, she said it herself, I'm no saint. But then she says, I'm hoping to get up there. Dolly, you can know. You can know if you put all your faith in Jesus Christ, you know you're not a saint. So how do you deal with the fact that you violated God's law? That has to be paid for. You can never be perfect. You can never give enough, sell enough, do enough to satisfy that debt. Only Jesus, a perfect sacrifice for you, can do that for you. And then you don't. You go from hope to knowledge. I know. Hey, Steve, you going to heaven if you die today? Yes. Based on what? Based on what Jesus did for me, not what I did. That's the Bible. That's what the gospel is. Then he talks about she's going to sing and play the harp and be in the angel band. All that sounds wonderful, but without Jesus Christ, none of it's going to happen. Now, in this very last clip, and then we'll be done, and I appreciate your patience and listening. Uh, It's been awesome to have you here. In this very last clip, she makes it perfectly obvious she doesn't really know what she believes. Does she believe in reincarnation? Kind of, then maybe not. She's all over the map. Incredibly talented, incredibly wealthy, incredible impactful. She's done a lot of great things. She supports a lot of great charities. Seems like a wonderful person. Obviously very talented. But when it comes to her faith and her religion and what she's saying, Dolly Parton is coming up short on this one. So let's listen to this last clip and then we'll wrap it up. I really don't know where we go. I don't know if we, uh, you know, if there's such a thing as reincarnation. I kind of believe all that kind of stuff. I'm just open to things. And when I was working with um, Shirley MacLaine, who had that book out about reincarnation, and somebody said, oh, how'd you and Shirley MacLaine get along? And we got along fine. I said, I don't know that I believe in reincarnation, and I didn't believe in it when I lived before. So it's a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Took me a second. Sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, so I'm just saying, you don't really know. You just hope, and you have faith. That's Mm -hmm. what faith is. But I believe that it's going to be better. I don't. I think it's not the end of me. I don't think it's the end of any of us. Yeah. I think we're recycled, and if nothing else, we just go back into that great flow of divine energy, and hopefully we can spread ourselves around in other wonderful ways. That's what I hope. Okay, so once again, Dolly is kind of all over the map here, and, and she said it herself, I'm open to things. Uh, and then that was kind of a cute little joke when I lived before. And she had to tell him, hey, it's a joke. <laughs> Chad didn't quite pick up on that right away. Really funny. She's she's fetching. She's charming. Uh, really a neat person to listen to. But again, setting all that aside, the sound effects, the church music, all the, all the kind of uh, spiritual feeling of this podcast, setting all that aside, you have to hold it up against the standard that she points to uh, because she basically is uh, doing her version of Christianity. And you got to look at what Christianity says about itself, which means you got to bring the Bible into the conversation, which I know a lot of you may sit there and go, oh, well, that's all bunch of bunk. But uh, that's where she's pulling a lot of her opinions from. Then she's adding kind of all this other stuff in there. You don't really know, she said. You just hope. 
Well, I talked about that a minute ago. You can know, Dolly. And yes, hope is wonderful. And we uh, we don't grieve as those who have no hope. And we don't face life as those who have no hope. But the Bible does teach you a lot of things that you can know. And Dolly, you can know for sure where you go when you die. So then she's saying, uh, but that's faith. But, but I believe... Once again, that postmodern, this is what I believe. I'm not going to shove it down anybody else's throat. I believe that gravity doesn't exist, but I'm not going to shove that down your throat. But some things are just true, right? Some things are true and some things are false. And uh, we need, that's the world you live in. That's the world I live in. And we need to operate out of that reality. So again, emphasizing, but that's what I believed. And then this was really strange. You know, she's saying at one minute, I I don't believe in reincarnation. The next minute, maybe I do. And then she says that, uh, you know, we're all recycled back into that great flow of divine energy. We can spread ourselves around in other wonderful ways. That's what I hope. And none of that is Christianity which is what she claims when you do any study of Dolly Parton's life, that she's a Christian. Even at Dollywood, she does a lot of Christian things, has a lot of Christian-type concerts and things of that nature. She records with Christian artists. But Dolly Parton's faith, Dolly Parton's theology, is whatever Dolly Parton says it is. But that doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean she's insincere. doesn't mean she's a bad person. doesn't mean she's nasty and she's out to, to mislead people. But Dolly Parton does not understand biblical Christianity. So if Dolly, you ever listen to this, I hope you'll study. I hope you take the time. You can certainly reach out to all kinds of people. I know you know all kinds of incredible Christian teachers and pastors and worship leaders, people like that. And wouldn't you want to know the truth, Dolly? Wouldn't all of us? Don't you want to know what's true? We need to know what is true. And if you're going to talk about Christianity, there is a place to go. No matter what um, version you read, any modern version, what denomination you come out of, most of the Bible is settled. There are very few areas where we have major disagreements, so you can know. So hope is great, but you can know that you are going to heaven when you die, and I hope, certainly hope Dolly Parton figures that out. You can go listen to it, Dolly Parton's America. We've been talking about uh, episode nine, which they called She's Alive. It came out uh, just the end of last year, December 31st, 2019. Again, Dolly Parton's America was hugely successful Uh, And because she's got such a huge audience, because she's so charming and fetching and likable, when she started talking about this, my ears perked up. And because she was saying so many things that are just patently false, just not right and accurate, as a Christian, I felt I needed to say something about it. So hopefully, if you're interested in Christianity, if you're interested in religion, uh, you'll start to check it out and ask questions. But are you willing, I'll just ask you this question, are you willing to submit yourself to that which is true? Because there are truths about Christianity that can be known. And you want to find that out, and then you choose to believe it or not. But you don't get to just make it up. So hopefully, uh, Dolly, if you ever listen to this, you'll get that figured out and go find out what the truth, because it's right there ready for you uh, to listen, to hopefully to believe. And instead of hoping about where you're going to go when you die, you'll know that you can go right into heaven and be in the presence of Jesus Christ. This is Steve Noble on uh, the SOB podcast. Who is this SOB? And uh, hopefully I'm not quite the SOB you expected me to be. Uh, Check out the website, whoisthissob.com. By the way, when you're there, you'll see a little button, a little navigation button that just says heaven with a question mark. And that will answer, take you to the Bible, take you to some great resources so you can understand the things that seem to be eluding Dolly Parton, at least at this point. In her life. So go check that out. Who is this? SOB.com. My name is Steve Noble, and hopefully, like I said, I'm not quite the SOB you expected me to be. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and I hope to talk to you again real soon.